All right, it is that time again. When you hear this sound, it's time for your college sports update. Starting with, and we're just rolling right into it, uh, ASU basketball. Last time, it was a one-point loss against UC Riverdale. Uh, There have been uh, five, six, uh, about six or so games has been played since then. Uh, Arizona State uh, would rebound, winning 72-63 to against North Florida. But unfortunately, they would lose um, every game after that, including uh, starting their trip in uh, the Battle for Atlantis in, in the Bahamas. Um losing uh, to Baylor, who is ranked 6, Syracuse, Loyola, Chicago, and then just today, uh, they started conference play against uh, Washington State and absolutely got handled, but we won't talk about that one just yet. Um, We'll cover the... uh, games I mentioned, but, um, so, 72 to 63 over North Florida, um, that was, uh, played, um, Monday, the, um, what's it, 15th, I think, Monday, yeah, Monday the 15th, uh, They would play, um, and, uh, had, let's see, where do I want to start? Uh, DJ Horn, 16 points, 6 for 9 from the field, um, and this is all for ASU, um, trying to be quick here, um, Alonzo Gaffney, uh, 9 rebounds, 6 defensive, 3 offensive, and uh, Gaffney again, five assists, one turnover, 26 minutes. Um, for the starters, Bagley would uh, play nine minutes, no points scored. Jalen Graham, 22 minutes, 10 points. Kamani Lawrence, 26 minutes, um, 12 points. Horn, 31 minutes, 16 points. And uh, Jackson, 27 minutes, 13 points. Um, No major production off the bench, really. But you have to think that if Bagley had any kind of production, he would have, uh, you know, it would have been a different outcome. Um, But I I do believe, if I remember correctly, this is the game that he injured his knee and that's the reason why he only played for nine minutes but in those nine minutes he was 0 for 4 from the field including 0 for 2 from deep um i mean at most that would have been if he would if he would have made him have been uh well from deep that's six points uh seven eight i would have been ten points ten points um 
Well, they win anyway, but I mean, I don't know. It, it just being the star of the of the uh, of the team. You you know, I don't know. I don't know. I guess you expect a little bit more. They win anyway, but um, would like a little bit. I guess I'm saying like a little bit more efficiency from him. I, I guess that's what I'm what I was going at. Um, and be honest, I don't know. If I was thinking they lost, I think I was looking at something else. I might have been thinking that too. But I guess, you just, again, more efficiency. But, I mean, he did hurt himself. So, um, Sun Devils, 28 of 60. Um, North Florida, they were 21 of 56. 46.7% for ASU. Uh, 37.5 for North Florida. 9 of 19 from deep. That's 47.4%. 7 of 18 from the line, 38.9%. And then uh, 8 of 23 from deep for North Florida, 34.8%. 13 of 17 um, from the line, 76.5%. ASU out-rebounded 42 to 33. That's 14 offensive, 28 defensive to the 8 offensive and 25 defensive for North Florida um, 16 assists with 5 steals and 5 blocks, 8 steals and 4 blocks with 10 assists for North Florida 12 total turnovers um, 19 fouls for North Florida 18 for uh, ASU largest lead of the game actually for North Florida was 12 ASU would have 11 um, and as I said they would wouldn't they haven't won a game since then so they are and again including uh, tonight they, they lost as well but that would make them two and um should do quick math I, I can always do it quicker by looking, looking at the standings but two and one two three four five Two and five going into tonight's matchup. Um, as I said, against uh, Washington State. Um, but uh, yeah, not very good start for the Sun Devils. They lost uh, 65 to 63 against San Diego State. Um, Marion Jackson. 16 points, 5 of 18 from the field, 4 of 5. Uh, Lamont Butler, 14 points, 4 of 10, and 4 of 6 uh, at the line uh, for him. Lawrence, 12 rebounds, 7 defensive, 5 offensive. Uh, Jackson, 7 assists, two, um, 2 turnovers, 34 minutes. Starters, uh, Jalen Graham, 27 minutes, 6 points. Lawrence, 33 minutes, 14 points. Horn, 25 minutes, 9 points. Also, Muhammad, uh, 9 points for 29 minutes. Jackson, his 34 minutes, 16 points. Um, And again, very little production from the bench uh, for Arizona State. Um, 22-59, 37.3%. From uh, three-point land, six of twenty-eight 
uh, 21.4%, uh, 13 of 18 at the line, 72.2%. Uh, San Diego State, 20 of 51, they were 39 of uh, 0.2. Um, from deep, 6 of 21, 28.6. Uh, at the line, 19 of 28, 67.9%. Um, Arizona State, 31 rebounds, 9 offensive, 22 defensive. San Diego State, 37, 10 offensive, and 27 defensive. 13 assists for ASU, 11 for San Diego State. Both teams had 8 steals, uh, and uh, ASU uh, did better with uh, blocks by 1 with 4, and San Diego State had 3. 11 total turnovers from both teams. 20 fouls for ASU, 17 for San Diego State, one technical foul uh, as well for San Diego State. Largest lead of the game, uh, ASU uh, 9 and uh, San Diego State uh, was 7 and just could not close it out. Had every um, right to, uh, just did not do it again, um, you know. Inconsistency from the starters and um, you know the bench really hasn't been too consistent up to this point either way. Um, but at this point, they are two and two. Then they go to Bahamas and um, uh, Bagley wouldn't even travel uh, with the team. Losing to Baylor by um, 75 to 63. Um, let's see. 75 to 63. Yep, number six Baylor. Uh, Horn, 20 points, 7 of 10 from the field. Um, and then. Uh, uh, LJ uh, Cryer, 15 points, 6 of 12 from uh, the field. Uh, neither um, point leader had, a, uh, had made it to the line. Um, Jackson, 11 rebounds, all defensive. Um, let's see. Uh, Jackson again, 10 assists, 3 turnovers, 28 minutes. Da, 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 da. Gaffney, 19 minutes, zero points. Come on in, Lawrence, 26 minutes, four points. Horn, 29 minutes, 20 points. Muhammad, eight minutes, or excuse me, eight points for 27 minutes. Jackson, 28 minutes, five points. Just absolutely piss poor, man. I just, I mean, just un is unacceptable in my opinion um 20 of 56 35.7 um from the field 10 of 27 37 from deep 37 percent from deep 13 of 16 81.3 percent at the line baylor 30 of 71 42.3 8 of 24 from deep 33.3 percent at the line 7 of 9 77.8 percent um, 36 rebounds, 10 offensive, 26 for ASU. Um, 
defensive for ASU. 43, 15 rebounds. Offensively, 28 for Baylor. 16 assists for ASU, 14 for Baylor. Five, uh, five steals for ASU with three blocks. Um, Baylor had 14 assists, uh, as I mentioned. 10 steals, two blocks to add to it. 15 turnovers for ASU, eight for Baylor. Um, let's see. Uh, 11 fouls, 17 for Baylor. Largest lead of the game was six for ASU, 22 for Baylor. They came in with the uh, six uh, as ranked six in, in the country. Uh, 5-0 and record, and, well, Baylor sure played like ASU did not. I'm surprised they even scored 63 points. Just kind of reading the some of this stuff is just absolutely disappointing, in, in my opinion. Uh, moving on, Syracuse, 92-84 over uh, Arizona State. Um... Jackson, he led his team with 17 points, 6 of 14. Um, Buddy Boehm, 23 points, 7 of 23 from the field, 8 of 11 at the line. Jackson did not get to the line. Kamani Lawrence, 13 rebounds, 8 defensive, 5 offensive. Um, and uh, Jackson, 7 assists, 1 turnover, 33 minutes. Um, let's see. 20 minutes for Gaffney, uh, 5 points. Lawrence, 28 minutes, 11 points. Horn, 14 points in 27 minutes. Muhammad, 28 minutes for 12 points. Jackson, 33 minutes for uh, 17. Better produ production off the bench. Jalen Gramba, 11 points. Um, and uh, Heath, uh, 10 points. Just if there was... I mean... Not just maybe one guy, you know, from the bench score a little bit more, or I mean, you expect you know your starters so, so like Gaffney to do a little bit better, and then there's there's the win here. I mean, I don't I don't, I don't know. It's it's so frustrating, um, but uh, I don't know what's going on. Both ASU football and ASU basketball has really kind of let me down so far. ASU 31 of 69, 44.9% uh, from deep, 15 of 39, 38.5%, um, 7 of 15 at the line, 46.7%. The Orange 33 of 61, 54.1%, from deep, 8 of 19, 42.1%. Uh, at the line, 18 of 27, 66.7%. Uh, 10 more rebounds for Syracuse for, with 42 for uh, and ASU, 32. Both teams had 12 offensive boards. Obviously, the 10 difference was defensive boards, 30 and 20, respectively. Assist, 22 uh, to Syracuse's 14. Uh, steals, 7. Uh, to Syracuse's four, 
Both teams had two blocks apiece. Turnovers 11 for Syracuse, 8 for um, ASU. Um, fouls 25 for ASU, 13 for Syracuse. Largest lead of the game, 3 for ASU, and 18 for Syracuse. Defense is there for ASU most nights. That's the trend I'm noticing in, in these games. It's just offensive. It is not there. They're sharing the ball. They're moving it around fine. Just not taking advantage of the you know, what, what they're getting into offensively. Um, that is what seems clear to me. Last game in the Bahamas, Loyola, Chicago, 77-59. Um, probably the worst game um, really to date. Um, again, not going over the Washington State game. That one's absolutely ugly. Like I said, I know they've already played it. I'll get it later. But 77-59. Um, and this would, uh, this game would end them with 2-5, and five, as I said. Um, Jay Heath, 16 points, 5 of 8 from the field. Perfect at line of 5 of 5. Um... Jacob Hudson, 26 points, 9 of 13 from the field, 5 of 6 at the line um, for his team. Kamani Lawrence, 5 rebounds, all defensive. Hudson, 5 rebounds, 2 defensive, 3 offensive. Jackson, 2 assists, 2 turnovers, 26 minutes. Braden Norris, 7 assists, uh, 0 turnovers, 31 minutes. Um... Gaffney, 13 minutes, 2 points. Lawrence, 25 minutes, 2 points. Horn, 29 minutes, 11 points. Muhammad, 8 points when 30 or 21 minutes. Jackson, 8 points, 26 minutes. Uh, Heath outscored his, you know, uh, huh, almost outscored the starters by himself. I mean, I'm speaking facetiously. He was the leading scorer, as I mentioned earlier. 25 minutes, he got those 16 points. Um, other than that, nothing to really speak of from the bench. Um, ASU, 20 of 48, 41.7%. Um, from deep, 3 of 11, 27.3%. At the line, 16 of 19, 84.2%. Uh, Loyola, Chicago, 26 of 52, 50% on the nose. 12 of 26, 46.2% from deep. 13 of 16, 81.3. Rebounds. Well, uh, Chicago, 33 rebounds, 9 offensive, 24 defensive, 24 for issue, 6 offensive, 18 defensive. Um, got out assisted 20 to 5. Um, one more steal for Loyola Chicago with 3 to 2. Um, but issue did get more blocks 4 to 4 to 1. Uh, turnovers 12, very similar um, in turnovers. 11 for Loyola Chicago, 19 total fouls. Both teams had one technical apiece. Um, largest lead of the game, 2 and 21 for Loyola Chicago.
Moving on to Alabama basketball, complete difference. I mean, it, it is night and day. I was peeking at it earlier, and it is um, completely, um, completely different. Uh, let's see. Let me get to them. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see, where are they at? Where are they at? Why am I having such a hard time finding them? Da, 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 da. I don't know why I don't have them saved. I need to do that. But, um, where are they at? Just had them. Um, They uh, had a um, little bit different. Um, they won 93 to 64 against Louisiana Tech. Um, I don't know if, if I mentioned these these games. I don't know if I talked to a whole lot of Alabama basketball now. That I think about it at all. Um, 104 to 88 over South Dakota State. Um, South Alabama, they won, they won 73 to 68, um, 86 to 59 over Oakland. Um, their one loss uh, was Iona, 72 to um, 68, a close one. Beating Drake, 80 to 71. Beating Miami, 96 to 64. Um, I've listened and watched more ASU basketball and that might be why I hadn't had uh, Alabama saved but I mean I'm not even have to go into the game specifically clearly Alabama is much different than ASU um, and they were good last year so um, this is it's not really surprising ASU was good last year um, but they had a lot of guys leave. I think Alabama had a lot of their guys uh, stay, and, and they've had some, you know, other guys come in and, and keep it going. But I, I just really kind of want to move on to um, football, um, mainly for Alabama because I'm going to spend a lot of my time there. But I'm a, you know, like I normally do for these episodes um gonna talk um the last games that I left off on for ASU uh football first so um let's get into it um they would go ahead and just kind of completely, um, completely blow it. Um, let's see. Since their season is over, I don't even have their <laughs> them on my little home screen like I did before. Um, they would win their last game 
Um, but as far as the season goes, I mean, they're bowl eligible, 8-4. They would win against the Territorial Cup. Uh, the 1-11 um, Arizona Wildcats, 38-15. Um, but before that, they did uh, play Oregon State. Um, and I believe that was the last thing I um, talked about. They had two games left, both Alabama and um, Arizona State, so I remember that much. So they go into Oregon State losing 24 to 10, um, blowing any kind of small chance of you know representing the South in the Pac-12 championship. Of course, um, Utah completely devastating um, um, Oregon the same week didn't really help either, but, uh, Jaden Daniels, 16, 27, 166 yards, one interception, um, Nolan, 12 of 18, 90 yards, one touchdown, Jaden Daniels, 10 carries for 46 yards, BJ Baylor, 20 carries, 150 yards, um, Stroud White, six receptions, uh, 86 yards, Bradford, three receptions, 26 yards, um, let's see. Ba, 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 ba. Hold on. There was something else. Um, yeah, okay, no. Uh, ASU, 15 first downs. 4 of 11 from third down. 0 for 1 at fourth down. Uh, Oregon State, um, 19 first downs, 3 of 12, third down, 2 of 3 from fourth down, um, 327 total yards for uh, the Beavers, uh, 266 for the Sun Devils, uh, 166 passing, 90 passing for Oregon State, um, 6.1 yards per pass. For ASU, five yards per pass for Oregon State. Um, the one interception, of course, for ASU. Um, 3.3 yards for rush. 5.2 yards for rush for Oregon State. Um, penalties, 10 penalties for 64 yards. Uh, Oregon State, three for 40. Um, one turnover apiece, the interception for ASU, the fumble for Oregon State. 27 minutes, 6 seconds uh, of time of possession. 32 minutes and 54 seconds for Oregon State. Again, getting handled 24 to 10. Um, then they win their Territorial Cup. This is five in a row. Um, and it's cool, I mean, really and truly, because ASU's been so dominant, and because of the letdown, the Pac-12 South was so wide open if they would've just played the way, you know, I know they could, any other ASU fans out there know they could, and they just blew it. I mean, if there was any year with the talent they had, 
to for it to be wide open for him. This is the year, and not even to mention. Um, before I get into this, now that I'm already you know fired up about it, Lincoln Riley goes after you know after losing their rivalry game against Oklahoma State. He uh, you know goes to USC for the open job, and so now I would imagine. A lot of some of his players, and he might poach some of the coaches as well, and already come in, and ASU getting you know recruits out of USC's backyard because USC hasn't been very good. ASU's been a lot better. Um, I don't see them getting the better recruits now for uh, Arizona State. There's a lot going on with the program, with the investigation. Um, Lincoln Riley is a very successful coach, um, and re- his reported deal is like $10 million for like 10 years or something like that, something outrageous um, as far as the length and whatnot. Um, it was reported that, you know, he... that. USC bought both his houses in Norman, Oklahoma for $500,000 over asking price. So there's another million right there. Um, bought the house um, that, you know, he he wanted or whatever needed here in Southern California. Um, and, you know, the private jet he can use whenever he wants. I mean, just a ridiculous offering, but... I guess they feel so confident in their decision. So, I mean, uh, again, like I was saying, if there's one year that ASU would have to, you know, have some kind of a magical season, I mean, pending their bowl game, they have an opportunity to have more wins under... Over the last couple of years, and the, and the highest win total since uh, um, Herm Edwards, you know, started with the program. It, I mean, he's, they they have above 500 records, you know, every year, um, which is cool. But I mean, just it's just so disappointing. But anyway, um, 28 of 38. For Plummer, for 346 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Jaden Daniels, 10 of 14, 86 yards, two scores. Uh, Joyner, five carries, 28 yards. Rashad White, 21 carries, 98 yards, one score. Um, Barry Hill, the third, 10 receptions, 104 yards. Um, Pearsall. Five receptions, 52 yards, and two scores. Um, University of Arizona, 22 first down, 6 of 17 from third down, 3 of 4 uh, from fourth down. Um, ASU, 16 first downs, 3 of 8 from third down. Um, 396 total yards for U of A. ASU 314 yards, 300 
uh, and 46 of those yard, the 396 were passing, 86 for ASU, 8.9 yards per pass for U of A, ASU 6.1, um, 50 rushing yards for U of A, 228 for ASU. Uh, yards per rush, 1.5 for U of A, 6.2 for ASU. Penalties, 12 penalties for 96 yards. ASU, and this has kind of been the story. They've just been shooting themselves in the foot for penalties. I think there's been several games this year where they have like, you know, six or so penalties in in one offensive drive. Um, but here it is, 10 for 119 yards. 10 penalties, 119 yards. Um, 24 minutes and 29 seconds of possession. 20 or 35 minutes and 31 seconds for U of A. They had one fumble and one interception thrown. Um, I, you know, because Arizona, University of Arizona is just so bad. Uh, there's no reason why ASU should have won this game just on the penalties alone. But they're so talented. This speaks of their talent. This, this right here speaks of their talent um, that they can have, they can, you know, play so poorly, undisciplined, and win, you know, eight games, uh, beat your rival the right way you beat them. Um, and still, you know, still come out with a win is is just, you know, that that's what's frustrating. That one game, in my opinion, tells the story. Um, man, I'm fired up. They're just so aggravating with both college hoops, ASU hoops, and ASU football. Um, but anyway. And the expectation is is so high um, because the talent is there for both 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 programs. Great coaches, in my opinion. Bobby Hurley is one of the better coaches the ASU probably has had and will ever have. Maybe I mean, well, I say will ever. I don't know what's going to happen, but I mean, just in my opinion. But moving on, and this will wrap everything up. Um, to Alabama. Alabama will face um, Georgia in their in the uh, SEC championship game. They would face them regard irregardless of the um, games that. I was, uh, that I'm about to talk to you, well, irregardless of one specific game. Um, but, uh, here goes. The last two games for Alabama, um, remaining, if you remember, was Arkansas and their game against Auburn. Arkansas gave Alabama, I'll just tell you right now, as we just jump right into it, Came in uh, ranked 21st. Um, had a good, great season, in my opinion. Um, gave them all they they could. Uh, 
42 to 35 was the final score. Uh, Jefferson, 22 of 30, 326 yards, three scores. Bryce Young, 31 of 40, 559 yards, five scores. Smith, nine carries, 42 yards. Brian Robertson, 27 carries, 122 yards. Burks, eight receptions, 179 yards, two scores. Um, Jameson Williams, eight receptions, 190 yards, three scores. Uh, For Arkansas, 21 first downs, 7 to 16. Perfect on fourth down, 3 of 3. 446 total yards um, for uh, Arkansas. Alabama, 29 first down, 6 of 11 from uh, third down, 0 for 1 from fourth down, 671 total yards. Uh, 11 yards, 11.5 yards per pass for Arkansas, 14 yards per pass for Alabama. Uh, No interceptions thrown by either team. 110 yards rushing for Arkansas, 112 for Alabama. 42 yards uh, or 42 attempts, Alabama 36, yards per rush 2.6, Alabama 3.1, penalties 5 of 24, Arkansas 5 of 45 for uh, Alabama, um, one turnover apiece, um, and it was uh, in the fumble department, both of them fumbles. 30 minutes and 30 seconds for Alabama, 29 minutes and 30 seconds for Arkansas. Again, like I said, they just gave them everything they had. Um, as Arkansas, you know, over the last couple of years, been so bad. I'm, I mean, I wasn't really surprised. I, I didn't, I, you know, I kind of going into it, I felt like Alabama was going to win. And I think this woke up a lot of other Alabama fans as far as, you know, how the outcome. But uh, it was, um, like I said, it was it was it was a great game. It it it. Uh, I, I feel like in some ways, um, Alabama might have got gotten exposed a little bit in some areas. And, um, you know, I, I, or, you know, Arkansas was just like ready to play. I don't, I don't know. I don't know which, um, Alabama hasn't been the just punch you in the mouth team this year. Like they have in years past, the talent is there, but it hasn't been like this immense talent in my opinion. Um, so that's kind of been the big difference, but, um, I know Arkansas is super proud of what they've done seven and four on the season. Um, you know, with, with this, you know, no, no name, you know, coach, um, in Sam Pittman, uh, just really magical for their standards. I would say a big surprise for most people, um, and Arkansas, you know, uh, bowl eligible. In fact, um, every team in the SEC was ended up 
becoming bowl eligible except for Vanderbilt. So 13 of 14 uh, SEC teams bowl eligible, um, which is really, really impressive. All right, moving on. The Iron Bowl rivalry week continued. Alabama winning after four overtimes, 24-22. An Iron Bowl that has never been in overtime. They get four of them, and it was absolutely ugly. Um, The penalties were lopsided. Um, Most would say, I mean, I would say so too, but I'm not... I mean, I'm not going to, that's not going to be something I fall on. A lot of my buddies were really kind of expressing that. And and it it, it was, you know, but um, it just, you know, you can't, as flat as they were on offense, defense was, was, I mean, was nails. They were absolutely fantastic. And the reason why they were in the game, um, even as close as it was, just um, gave them the fighting chances they needed, really. Um, but let's dive into it. So, um, Bryce Young, 25 of 51, 317 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Robinson, 16 carries, 71 yards. Um, Mechie, 13 receptions, 150 yards. Um, and then Auburn actually had their back their backup in uh, Finley, who played a great game. I mean, had, was injured late. Really a statue back there after he was injured. You can see it. I mean, throwing, <coughs> throwing you know, off of one foot pretty much, hopping back there. Um, not, try not to put weight on hit that the ankle that was injured. Um, I mean, all, you know, really all props to him. I was, I mean, obviously not a Alabama fan, but, or not an Auburn fan, but I, I mean, he give it up to him, really. Um, I think if he had not gotten injured, Alabama probably would have lost because, it, I mean, you can tell the mobility you know, wasn't there. He wasn't quite as sharp, but, you know, for, for everything that happened, he was he was pretty sharp. But 17 of 26, 137 yards, two scores, and one interception as well. Uh, Bigsby, uh, 29 carries, 63 yards. Um, Robertson, three receptions, 39 yards. This is kind of how the scoring drive went that it was no score in the first quarter second quarter touchdown uh six minutes and 50 seconds in uh our six minute and 50 second uh drive um seven nothing auburn third quarter field goal um uh, 11 um 11 minutes 43 seconds in um 10 to nothing. Fourth quarter. Field goal for uh, finally Alabama gets on the board. Will record uh, 30-yard field goal. 3 to 10. Um, 
Jacovery Brooks as I mix up my words and butcher his name. 20 yard pass from Bryce Young. Um, tying it up 10 10. Now, what really hurt Alabama other than being flat is their number one receiver, Jamison Williams. It was it was the right call, but a stupid penalty on his part. On uh, special teams, he goes in and, and makes a tackle. All he had to do was wrap up the return man. But instead, he launches, gets a targeting penalty. Out the uh, remainder of the, uh, the game, he'll be out for the first half of next game. Um, and his replacement was Brooks. The, um, you know, and he comes in and uh, struggles, but got the touchdown when we needed it. Um, 10 to 10. We go into overtime. First overtime, um, you use. It's hard to explain, but first overtime, you start at the 25, at the opponent, your, your own 25, um, and, you know, have an opportunity to score. Um, it's not timed or anything like that. Slay Bolden catches a six-yard pass from Bryce Young. Um, now it's 17-10. to 10. Um, Then Auburn had their opportunity to answer back, and they did. 17 all, second overtime. Now... Um, you, you basically start at, you know, um, what is it at the, at the three yard line or something like that. Um, Auburn, they would go ahead and get their field goal, uh, making it 17 to 20. Um, Bama answers back and getting their field goal 20 to 20 third overtime. Nothing but um, third overtime and beyond is nothing but two-point conversions. No no opportunity for a touchdown, field goals, or anything like that. You have to go for two. If you miss it, the other guys, you know, go for it, so on and so forth. So, um, uh, Bryce Young has to Mechie. Two-point conversion complete, 22-20. to 20. Uh, Finley would answer back to John Samuel, 22-22. to 22. Fourth overtime. Same rules apply. Uh, Bryce Young passed to John Mechie. Two-point conversion. Good. Auburn would not answer back 24-22. to 22. So, the highest before... Um, or pretty close to the highest before uh, Auburn got their second uh, when Auburn was only up 7-3 to three, it was 52% chance of um, Alabama one of well, hey, I see one seventy percent chance Alabama to win. Um, then that would drop dramatically, and Auburn, you know, had like 70, 80, percent chance to win. 
Um, then we go to end of regulation. Um, Auburn has a 94% chance to win. Then it, um, obviously the back and forth, you know, and then at the end, of course, you know, Alabama wins it. But um, for majority of the game, it was all Auburn. Um, this should better describe things in, in stats-wise. Alabama, 18 first downs. They were 8 of 22. One of four from fourth down. Um, Auburn, 11 first downs, 5 of 18 uh, on third down. Total yards, 388 for Alabama, 159 um, for Auburn. Uh, 317 passing, 137 passing for Auburn. Uh, 6.1 yards per pass for Alabama, 5.3 for Auburn. Both teams had an interception, rushing 71 to 20, uh, 71 yards, 22 for Auburn, uh, 1.9 yards per rush for Alabama, 0.6 for Auburn. Um, here's the penalties: 11 for 129 yards. This is not really Alabama being undisciplined. Uh, again, a lot of these calls were just really, really bad. Um, for Auburn, this is what it was for them. 7 of 52. Um, the one turnover apiece, again, the interception. Um, time of possession, 29 minutes, 24 seconds for Alabama. 30 minutes and 36 seconds for Auburn. Um, again, 24 to 22, 4 overtimes. Um and Alabama, they win it. Um, facing Georgia in the SEC championship game, I think Georgia is gonna win. I mean, Alabama, they would have to be spot on, super disciplined, you know, efficient, all of that to beat this Georgia team. It's happened before, but I think this is the best Georgia team that Alabama has ever faced and may, may will ever face. And I know I said that, you know, about Bobby Hurley being as good as he is and whatnot. And I know I don't know the future, but, you know, this is this Georgia team is really good. They've been the number one team all year. Played like it, looked like it, you know, on paper, whatever you want to say. That's how good it's been. Um, the big question is, and this is what I think, um, you know, the big question will be for the committee as far as after this championship game. Um, do you put a two-loss, assuming they lose, Alabama team in the um, playoffs? That's going to be the big question. Right now, Cincinnati is, is in. Uh, Michigan, with their win over Ohio State, knocked Ohio State out. Michigan's Michigan's in right now. Um, Georgia's never, never, you know, never wavered. Um, and, then, and then, of course, Alabama right now. So that's your, that's your top four. Not in that order, but that is the top four. In, in order, I want to say it's Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Cincinnati is, is what I do think it is. Um, 
that that's a big question. Um, and it, and it will, will, will what it will likely happen is if they do bring them in, who are you kicking out? There's gonna be a lot of controversy. All the more reason, in my opinion, why it should go to an eight to twelve team um, playoff. Um, it would, in my opinion, fix a lot of those issues. Um, and you know, some people say, well, you know, some of those bottom, you know, between eight and twelve teams, they'll, they'll get blown out in the, um, you know, in in the semifinal rounds and early rounds. So what if they do? You know, at least they had a chance. That that's my big argument. So as, as the music wrapped up, is absolutely perfect. I'll get my final thoughts in here. Um, it's always good to uh, you know get on it and you know cover um, you know these two different programs, both in um, at, you know in basketball and and football. Um, and I'll, I'll talk about the championships, um, specifically the you know SEC championship um, and uh, the others, and, and kind of see what what it's going to look like. The final, um, um, well, not final, final, but final. I guess final before. Well, no, it will be final. Uh, final, final. Um, you know. Who you know, bowl invitations and playoff um, uh, rankings will be this Sunday, so we'll, we'll have to see. But that is that is the big question: Does a two loss, assuming they lose Alabama, get into the playoff? Depending on you know who else they put in there, I say no, and it's tough to hear, but I say no. But we'll we'll see. That's that's going to be the big big thing. Um, but anyway, until next time, uh, thanks for the click and I shall talk to you guys later. Thank you. Bye. Hey everybody, it's David and Mobile. Thank you for listening as always. If you don't mind please give us a follow on facebook at sports talk with david and mobile that's the best way to keep up with everything that's going on also if you really like what you hear please subscribe ring the bell do whatever you gotta do we appreciate it share it with your friends your family anybody listening we are available on all types of platforms google podcast anchor apple podcast breaker Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. More are coming, so I'll definitely keep you up to date on that. I really do appreciate you guys for listening, as always. Like I said, please subscribe, give us a follow. Thank you.